This Partner in Action podcast series is a collection of interviews and real-life stories from people who apply the partner mindset and behaviors. The result, they get more of what they want, more often, with less difficulty. Amy Carroll is a communication coach, trainer, author, and professional speaker. She travels the globe using her secret superhero powers to liberate people from communication disasters. The communication model Predator-Prey-Partner was developed by Pat Kirkland, a superhero in her own right, and who happens to be Amy's sister. You can find out more at Amy's website, carolcoaching.com and patkirklandleadership.com. So listen, laugh, and learn how you can overcome the communication disasters in your life and get more of what you want. Today, I'm speaking with Martin Hilbram, who's a quantitative analyst at a European financial institution. Welcome, Martin. Good to have you on the podcast today. Hi, Amy. Martin, you and I met, I think it would have been two or three years ago now when you were taking one of the leadership courses. Is that correct? Yes, it's uh, roughly two years. Yes. Yeah. And we've been in touch back and forth. And in the meantime, I heard that you had a partner in action success story that you wanted to share. Yes, I had a wonderful experience, actually. Okay, let's hear it. Well, a couple of months ago, there were constructions going on at the building where I'm living in. Okay. And a neighbor of mine who's living in another apartment was in charge of coordinating the constructions and the companies involved in it. Uh-huh. So he asked me to remove all plants that I have on my terrace. And he suggested that I could ask my landlord to put them in her garage. Now, since I'm a hobby gardener, there were too many plans for the garage, actually. And okay, so when you say hobby gardener, give me an idea just how many plants are we talking here? So it's about one ton of soil. And I have, a, for example, a fig tree and a wine where I can harvest a kilogram of grapes every year. A vine? Oh, my gosh. Huge amount of plants. 20, 20 30 different herbs for the kitchen. <laughs> So wow. it was impossible. I would have needed one or two vans to move it. Okay. All right. Now I, get, I can see your dilemma now. Yes. So then what happened? So I asked him if it would be fine if I just would move them to the one side of the terrace so that there would be enough space for the scaffolding. Uh-huh. And he just told me no. So I asked him maybe if he could reach out to the company who's setting up the scaffolding and to check if it wouldn't be possible, how much space they needed. Sure. So he said no once and you came back with an an alternative request, okay? Yes. And there was another no. Okay. So I asked him if he could give me the telephone number so I could reach out to them directly to ask if I could move the plants into the one corner because the terrace is very big so that was a creative thought okay how did he respond to that and he started to get actually angry and there was a even more no and he told me that he was the only one who was communicating with the companies okay so what i'm hearing is you were using what we call the broken record approach 
You got to know the first time you add to second time. You got to know the second time you add to third time. Now he's getting really agitated. So it's sort of things are really breaking down at this point and getting worse for you, it sounds like. Yes. And I had the impression that it was not really about uh, checking the different optionalities mm. that he wanted to insist that he was in charge of organizing this and he had given an order to me and I shouldn't question it. Yeah, sure. So it's often the ego that's driving these decisions and then you, that was your sense. Okay. What'd you do next? So, so I didn't have a fourth option and I was telling him, look, dear neighbor, I'm just trying to find a solution and I don't have any other option. Can you help me? Wow. So that was quite a vulnerable request. You really let him know, hey, you have all the power, guy. Is there anything that you can do to help me? And he answered, yes, you can put all your plants into my garden, <laughs> which was just next to the terrace, just the stairs down. So suddenly, just like that, he, had a, a, he was willing to give you an alternative option. Yes, and more than that, once I had put uh, half of the plants into the garden, he told me that the rest could stay on the terrace. Oh, so suddenly you didn't even have to fulfill the entire request. Half was good enough. Yes. And how were you behaving this whole time when he made that suggestion? I was very happy and I was saying thank you very much for your help. That is really a relief for me. So, you know, Martin, let me just give you a, a congratulations there because I'm guessing that some people would have been like, well, buddy, why didn't you come up with that idea in the first place? And you resisted the temptation to be difficult or negative and you stayed very positive. Yes, I was really happy because his solution was even better than all the three options that I had offered. So putting the things, half the plants in his garden was better. What made it better? It made it better because the garden was a very good place. In the end, it turned out that the plants in the garden were better off than those who stayed on the terrace. Oh, okay. So, and that, that was not a big effort. And in the end, it turned out it was good to have a few plants really removed so that there was more space for the craftsmen to move around. So that was really a good solution. And it, in the end, it was generous because the scaffolding was happening to stay there for several months and I was occupying part of his garden. Sure. So that was really kind. I wouldn't have necessarily asked for this. So you really felt this, of course, you, didn't, you wouldn't ask for it. And above and beyond, you stayed partner and he gave you a solution that was even better than you could have imagined. How did you respond over those months with all your plants, half your plants in his garden? Yeah, I was watering them and so I was also watering a few plants of him, his who I realized that they need nice. water. And uh, from that garden, one could also see each other a little bit more on the balcony. So we had a little bit more conversation. Okay, so you, it built an even stronger bond between the two of you as a result. Yeah, and we all were wishing that the constructions were coming to an end finally. So we all have this one topic in common. Right. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. And Martin, what would you say surprised you about this whole experience? 
what was surprising me that was that I was hoping for a solution. I didn't expect really to get one. And even more, I didn't expect to have a kind of optimal solution in the end. Uh huh. So are you saying that at the beginning when you were at, he was saying no, you were asking, he said no, a second time you asked, he said no, third time getting angry, that you were imagining, oh, this is just going to get worse. Yes. And so the surprise was that it had this magical outcome. Yes, it was really magical because the whole situation was completely turning to the very best. I can really appreciate that shock. It still happens to me today, even though I know how powerful these skills are and how many times they work for me. There's still moments when I'm in a situation like, oh, it's not going to work today, Amy. No, just give up. And then suddenly something switches and the person is willing to be partner with me. Yes. And Excellent. After that, I decided for myself that I want to stay in partner for the future, even when there will be the one or other situation again where it will be maybe a little bit difficult. Are you saying with this neighbor of yours, you're imagining that you're going to be able to stay partner with him regardless of what kind of challenges you may both face? Yes, exactly. Because I have experienced that he was helping me and was really generous in the moment where I really needed it. And I will keep this in mind. Martin, what story did you make up? It sounds to me like you, were, you had a partner mindset technique that you were using around making up another story about him. What was that? In the end, I was believing in, or at least hoping, that he was not a bad person. And there should be something that would make him helping me in a situation where I really needed this help. Ah, so I, that's a term I've heard called positive intent. You were holding positive intent for him and about him that he was a decent, kind, good person and that he would help you if he could. Yes. And voila, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> Excellent. Martin, before I let you go, I want to ask you one last question. What is one tip you have for listeners on stepping into partner? My tip is give the miracle a chance, even if it seems very, very unlikely. Brilliant. I love it. Martin, thanks for your time today. You're welcome, Amy. And thanks for tuning in, everyone. And until next time, happy partnering. If you want to participate in one of Amy's superhero trainings, you can find out more on her website, carolcoaching.com. That's two R's and two L's.